What does it take to build a long-term business? Well, there's one person I think who is very qualified to answer this question, and that man's name is Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. And we all know Amazon as the small little company that started over 20 years ago just selling books. But today, they sell everything from books to jewelries to toys to pet supplies to food. I mean, you name it, Amazon sells it. But how did it get to that point? Well, Jeff Bezos had a very special rule. And here's the funny thing about this rule. It didn't focus on any of those product categories that we just mentioned. So here's what we're going to do in this episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about the secret. What did Jeff Bezos focus on in order for him to create this massive company we all now know as Amazon? And so you're going to learn this, and then we're going to learn how to apply it to our own businesses with some ideas that we can use if we haven't started a business or we want to enter new categories. So stay tuned because this is going to be a deep dive into the secret of how Amazon became Amazon. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and health to wealth and love, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? Welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and always ultimately live better. And so here's what we're going to do today. Uh, I, I forgot where I read this, but I recently started thinking about this. And it was how Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, built this little book-selling store into the massive behemoth that it is today. And so we're going to talk about it. What was his secret? What was the single thing he focused on in order to do this? And then we're going to give you some ideas about how to implement this. So every company has a focus, we'd like to think, right? But Jeff Bezos had a very, very specific focus when he was thinking about Amazon. And he has this rule, and this is the secret that we're going to talk about right now. Jeff Bezos, if you remember, started Amazon by just selling books, but they never considered themselves a bookstore, quote unquote, like Barnes and Nobles was a bookstore. And they sold a couple of other things, but they were a bookstore. Now, Amazon's branding is the everything store, but that's not the focus of their business. So he has this rule. What he says is when he's building a company, he always and only is going to focus on one thing. And that thing is, and the, or I should say the question he asks himself is, what is still going to be around? What is still going to always be popular even 10 years from today? So think about it. He started with books in the late 90s, but who knows? Books might not be around forever, and they weren't. We changed to you know digital books, ebooks, and now a lot of people actually listen to audiobooks. So the physical product of a book 
is not what he focused on. Because if he did, they'd probably be doing pretty bad right now. So here's what he focused on. He decided there are two things that are always going to be in style. And those two things are low prices, fast shipping. And he built all of Amazon around this principle. Because think about it, all of all other products can go out of style, right? Books can go out of style and people don't read as many physical books as they did in the past. Jewelry, toys, gadgets, these things, our preferences for these things change over time. But no matter what, whatever we buy, we're always going to want it for a low price and we're always going to want it fast. And that's why Amazon's business is actually not in retail. Most people know this. I'm not sure if you do, so I'm going to tell you anyway. Most of the time when you buy something on Amazon, it's not actually sold by Amazon. They didn't They didn't act like a normal retailer like Target or Walmart does and actually buy the product from a supplier, list it on their website, and then sell it to you. What they actually are, mostly actually, is a fulfillment center. And so other individual entrepreneurs create a product, they source it, they produce it, they manufacture it, and they sell it to you. And Amazon is the middleman. And all they do is they give their products to Amazon, they put it up on the Amazon website, and when someone like you or I buys it, then Amazon makes sure you get the lowest price by having this open market for free competition. And number two, they are the ones fulfilling it so make, to make sure that you get it within two days. And that's how they were able to just focus on low prices, fast shipping. That's their focus. Not creating and maintaining a catalog of probably millions of products. I have no idea how many products are on Amazon, but if I had to guess, it's crossed the 1 million mark. And so think about it. If they were to focus on those million products, what would they do? I mean, they'd drive themselves nuts focusing on all those different products. This even translates into their biggest, most profitable, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, business segment, which is AWS, Amazon Web Services, which powers most of the internet. They sell server space in the same way. You get it for a low price, much cheaper than if you were ever to build your own server center, and you get it fast. You want server space, you can have it within 10 minutes, as long as it takes you to you know sign up, register, and get it running. And so that's always been their focus. So the question I have for you is, what's your focus? Like, are you totally focused on your product and saying like, I am a coach and that's just what I do. This is my service. Or do you sell a specific product and say, no, I'm I'm a producer of milk and I sell milk. What happens if one day there's no more cows? What happens if one day our tastes change and we don't like milk anymore? I know that's probably not likely. We've been drinking milk for a long time. That'll probably be around for a long time, but this is just an example. So bear with me. But my my question is, are you focused on your actual product, something that might actually go out of style, you know, a couple years from now or maybe next month? I have no idea. We don't know these things. People's tastes change. So you always want to be thinking about what is going to continue to be around. What can I focus my business on so that what I'm focused on will always be around in the next 10 years. So I'd like to give you some examples, some thoughts that I've been having of what I personally think will be around in 10 years. And you can focus your business on this or not, up to you. uh, Or you can think of your own. 
But one thing that I think that will definitely be around is the social aspect, meaning bringing people together. People will always want to be social with other people, interacting, whether in person or not. So the question is, can you focus your business around people interacting? Facebook's a good example of this. Facebook is not just a social media platform. They're not just Facebook.com. They're in the social business. They want to bring people together interacting in any way possible. So yes, they started with Facebook.com, but of course, eventually got Instagram, WhatsApp, and now the metaverse, right? Which is going to be this entirely virtual reality experience where we're going to be able to almost meet people like we're actually meeting them in real life, except for we're going to be connected into like basically the matrix. And so they're they're sticking with this social breed that they have, this this idea to keep people socializing with each other in one form or another, because I think they understood that as humans, we're always going to want to socialize with other people. So is there a way you could do that? Is there a way you could focus your business on the social aspects, right? This is kind of what I do. Like my business is in, is in communication, uh, one form or another, whether sales communication, you know, uh, in, intimate communication, whatever. Uh, I, I, I teach communication it happens to be right now in the realm of sales and marketing. And this is something in the social aspect because people are always going to want to be able to reach other people more effectively, quicker, in a way that the other person wants to be reached. And a lot of people didn't have this training, weren't taught active communication skills. And as a result, sometimes they can't sell as many of their products or get their product as efficiently out into the world as they could. And so that's part of what I do, right? I create courses, I create content, I create products that help people communicate to become more social with their customer base. And I think that's going to be around for a long time. And as long as I keep focusing on helping others become more social, it doesn't matter the delivery system. It doesn't matter whether it's through, you know, one-on-one work, whether it's through live seminars, online courses, who knows what's going to happen later. Maybe I'll eventually when the metaverse gets bigger, I'll create something for the metaverse. I have no idea. But as long as my business is focused on helping others be social, then I think I'll be okay because I think that's something that's going to be around for a very long time. So that's one thing. A second thing I think that's going to be around for a very long time is going to be uh, health slash fitness slash like general well-being. I think people are always going to look better, feel better, and live longer. That's something we all want. So is there a way that you could focus on this? Because I think this will always be in fashion, but it will evolve right? It, it, it evolves over time. So can you focus on a way that you're always going to focus on people's health, fitness, and well-being and think of unique and creative ways to serve other people? You could always start with a product that's already out of the market, just like everybody else, you know, things like supplements, uh, being a personal trainer or an online fitness coach, etc. There's a lot of people who do that, and it's a very big market. I believe that there's always space for more because there's always new people who want to get into fitness, and it's just a huge market. And I think it's going to be around for a very, very long time. I, I, I didn't actually think about this till right this second. The metaverse actually might threaten that because you know we all want to uh, uh, 
you know, be healthy, look good, these kinds of things. But in the metaverse, I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to be anyone we want. So, um, but who knows? As far as I can see right now, there is no real threat to this to this industry. But the question is, how do you really stand out? Because I said, things do evolve. So if you think about in the past, we used to do traditional things like, you know, running, getting exercise, doing jumping jack, push-ups. And then something evolved called the gym. And then people started going to the gym, this cubed warehouse box type building that's got all these heavy things. And we just pick them up and put them back down for no reason. It's like a really interesting business when you think about it that way. But people flock to them. And then we got to gyms. And now there's this new evolution. There's products like the Peloton or I forgot the name of it, but that workout mirror where you have like a personal trainer right in front of your house in this mirror. And so this industry evolves just like everything. So the question here is, if you're going to do something like this, is are you going to be focused on your specific product? Let's say you're a personal trainer or an online fitness coach. Are you going to get so tied to being an online fitness coach that you can't let go of the actual product and then what? And then it evolves. Let's say it evolves and people want more and more of this home on-demand type of thing like Peloton, the workout mirror. I think the metaverse will also create ways for people to train other people in a virtual setting. I'm, I'm not entirely sure on the safety of this yet. This metaverse thing is very, very new, obviously. But who knows? All these things are possible. And so the question is, are you going to be focused on your product or what you do or, or the fitness, the well-being of others and be willing to evolve with the times? So that's another thing that I'll think of be around. Uh, one more that I can think of is prosperity. People, no matter what, are always going to want to prosper in life. You know, to be able to put a roof over their children's head, to be able to go on nice trips, eat good food, buy nice clothes, jewelry. People want prosperity. And, and by the way, this is not just for the next 10 years. This is then like for the last... 6,000 years, ever since we figured out bartering systems and gold, right? If you think about the days of 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago and you read ancient texts, it's all about the gold and the jewelry and who controls the land, these kinds of things. Prosperity has, has and I believe always will be a thing. So if you can focus your business on that, you're gold, so you can do this in a lot of ways, right? Like right now, you can help others through education, right? You can teach them in investment knowledge, business growth. This happens also be a lane that I fit in as well because I help with the social aspect, especially in selling, sales, and marketing. But this also helps people with prosperity because if they're able to sell more of their product, market it better, get it out into the world, then their own personal lives will become better, and that's why you notice my tagline always includes those things, right? Sell more, serve more, live better. And so that's one of the ways you could help people is through education. The other way you can help people prosper is people who already are making a good income. You can help them spend it better. And what I mean by that is, you know, people, some people have money and, and, they don't really know how to spend it or what to do with it. They're starting to make a little bit of money and they buy the wrong things and they have a downward cycle of, of money, I mean. And so you can help them spend it better. 
one way is you can create luxury goods that are of like real quality, but you have to make sure that you're focused on the prosperity and not the actual product. Meaning if high-end watches are in fashion, you're willing to sell that. But if all of a sudden watches are not cool and now it's belts or purses, then you're willing to shift. And making sure that when you sell these luxury goods, it really gives the person a sense of prosperity. Uh, better than just selling like luxury goods, you can also you know, become a broker and, and have some kind of a brokerage service where you're selling maybe financial services, financial tools to help them increase their wealth so then they can go buy more of these luxury goods. You could sell real estate, which is also going to be an ever-evolving industry, right? We're, we're seeing now that uh, you know real estate agents are still very big in the marketplace and have a huge place, but that is starting to, little by little, be taken over by things like iBuying, where you have an algorithm buy properties from people and then sell it off to somebody else. But the point is, people are still going to be buying it. People today want to prosper just like they did yesterday. They want to buy a big home today as much as they did yesterday or even 10 years ago. And so, again, are you going to be able to evolve? So that's the third way. Uh, the third thing I can think of that will always be around is prosperity. And by the way, these are these are just some of my own thoughts, right? Like you might have your own. And I'm curious, like, if you have any, what are they? Uh, I'd be happy for you to tell me, you know, you can always DM me on Instagram at Coach George Wang because I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think might be around in 10 years. But no matter what is, I want you to actually think about it. What is not going to go out of style? What can I, how can I change the shift, the focus in my business from my actual product to focusing instead on always what's going to be around in 10 years? Whatever you do, Make sure your focus is not fads or something that's connected to an individual platform. For instance, I have a couple of friends that I'm, I'm going to think about two in specific right now. One of them, their entire business is focused on how to grow on LinkedIn. And that's their only focus. And when they talk about their business, it's always focusing you on LinkedIn. And that's what they have in their head. It's only LinkedIn, nothing else. I, I always talk, what about this other platform or that? And they say, no, I'm always going to do LinkedIn no matter what. Same thing with another I know who's highly focused on Clubhouse, teaching people how to grow on Clubhouse. But the problem is, if this is your sole focus, what happens when these platforms inevitably die out, which they will one day? I'm not sure when. But inevitably, these platforms will eventually die out. So this is very, very different. Like being focused on the product of LinkedIn or Clubhouse training is very different than a marketing agency that's dedicated to helping you grow on any platform, no matter what. So LinkedIn and Clubhouse might be their current platforms. But the business itself isn't focused on the platforms. The business itself is dedicated to gaining exposure on any platform. So it's always evolving, always changing. And think of the difference between these two focuses. I know it's nuanced because both areas, you could have the same thing as your product. You could have LinkedIn growth, Clubhouse growth as your product on either one. But here's the difference. If your focus, when I say your focus, I mean what's taking up your mental energy is either on one platform, you're always going to try to protect that platform. So if something new comes out, 
you're going to go and say, oh, no, but LinkedIn is still the best or Clubhouse is still the best or Instagram or Facebook. It's still always the best, and here's why. And you're going to try to protect it without even realizing that you might be on a sinking ship. Now, think about if you're the latter. If you're a marketing agency that is dedicated to help people spread their word no matter what platform it is, then instead, if that's your focus, every time a new platform comes out, you're taking one of your employees and saying, go learn that, figure it out, and find out if there's an opportunity there. And you see, that's the difference. Because when you focus on something that's always going to be around, you you become more adaptable. You're able to evolve. And that's exactly what Amazon has done over the years. They started with books, but their focus has always been fast shipping, low prices. And so in the beginning, they did buy all their books. They did always sell it themselves. And they expanded into other categories. And as they're expanding into other categories, they realize that if we keep buying all this product, we're going to have we're going to be in a real big cash crunch. And with a really big cash crunch, we can't focus on growing our delivery network, right? We can't focus on outsourcing things so we get the cheapest price possible so we can get things to the people as fast as possible. And then they thought of a great model. We thought, hey, what if we let other people just buy, produce, manufacture the products, and we'll just ship it for them. We'll create a marketplace where they can list it themselves. We'll hold it for them, and we can focus on what people care about, which is low prices and fast shipping. We'll build our delivery network and get whatever product people want into their hands as fast as possible. And because of that, that allowed them to evolve with the times. And that's why today it's one of the two most biggest companies in the world. So think about this. When you're thinking of your business, don't just focus on what you could sell right now, what's trendy. Focus your business on what will be around in 10 years. Focus on this and you're always going to be living a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening this week. So excited that you're here with us each and every week, and we'll be back with a new episode next Monday. Take care now.